All your friends are telling you how great retirement is and they're trying to get you to join them. So you want to retire, but you don't know where to start. No worries, we've got you covered. We'll walk through the six things you need to do before you pull that retirement trigger. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Welcome to the My Retirement Clarity Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Lee Perkins. I'm the founder and the owner of JL Perkins Wealth Management. And our firm specializes in working with retirees and pre-retirees. Usually, they're age 55 and older. And so you can learn a, a whole lot more about our firm, who we are, what we do at www.myretirementclarity.com. Now, I've talked to a lot of folks recently who are planning to retire in the next three to six months or so, and they've all asked me the same question. Am I ready to retire financially? Meaning, does, does the math work for me to go ahead and do this? And then, what do I need to do ahead of time to make things work out for me? So there's a lot to unpack here, and that's why I decided to dedicate an entire episode of the podcast to this topic. So let's go ahead and jump in. Now, let's assume that you reach the point mentally where you're ready to, to check out, uh, punch the clock for the final time, and start this next phase of your life. What do you need to do first? Well, on today's show, I'm going to go through six important steps to help make sure that your transition to retirement is a smooth one. But before I do this, I do want to let you guys know about an upcoming workshop that we have um, and I think the timing of this is, is perfect. This episode releases on Wednesday, September the 28th. So this is a full two weeks ahead of the workshop that we're going to do on Thursday, October the 13th. We're going to do this at 11.30 a.m. The workshop is called The Pension Pickle. And the reason I'm doing this workshop is because I've talked to a bunch of folks over the last few months that have seen the really nasty impact of rising interest rates on their lump sum pensions. And I'm telling you, it, it's not good at all. Some, some folks have even told me that their estimated pension value has decreased more than $100,000 since the first of the year. Now, at this point in the year, we all know markets are down right now, so most account values are down, but people aren't really used to seeing a drastic drop in their pension estimates. And so we haven't seen this for a long time. But this is what's going on right now, and, it, and it's why we are doing the workshop. So the registration link is now live on our homepage. And because we're doing this at 1130 in the morning, um, I will provide lunch to everybody who attends. And so again, this is for those who are planning to take, take a uh, or entitled to a lump sum pension from their place of employment. So if this doesn't apply to you, please don't register just for the free lunch. Uh, I am having Carabas cater this. So if you want a free lunch, call me up, tell me your favorite wing place, and I'll meet you there and I'll buy you some wings. But this is just for the select group of folks who are entitled to a lump sum pension. Um, so again, sorry to ramble on a little bit about that, but I, it's very important because people are having to make some big decisions very quickly, and I want to make sure that they are as prepared as they can be. 
So back to the topic of our pre-retirement uh, checklist and sort of these, these six things that you need to do before you retire. So in my opinion, and I've helped a lot of folks navigate this, uh, the first thing that you should do is make sure that you're ready to retire financially, meaning do these numbers work? So, you know, this, like I said, this is the first step. Now, for a lot of people, when we talk about numbers working, they think we are simply talking about the total value of our retirement accounts. And this is very important, uh, but it's not really what I'm talking about here in this step. What I'm talking about is your cash flow in retirement. And this is where an income plan comes into play. So the big picture version of this is money in versus money out every single month. And so you've got to have enough income coming in each month to meet those monthly obligations. And I think I've said on the show probably, you know, a hundred times in the past without income, there is no retirement. So that's the big picture view of it, money in and money out. But we've got to dig a little bit deeper. We've got to figure out exactly how much money is going out every month. And for a lot of people, they really don't know. And I think they don't know because while they're working, generally speaking, they've got plenty of money and they don't keep up with, with what they spend every month. And in my experience, very few people have a budget and, and I get it. You know, a budget is a little bit of a pain to do. And in the past, Pam and I have gone by a pretty strict budget. Uh, we actually wrote down what we spent uh, every single month and we track those things. It takes a lot of work, but if you're disciplined enough to do it, you probably know what you spend. Do we do a budget right now? I'll be honest with you, we, we do not. Uh, we don't do one right now, I think, because we've got enough money coming in each month and it's, it's, you know, it, it's more than we spend. But I will tell you this, if we were about to retire and our paychecks were going to stop you know, in, in the next several months, we would take the time and go ahead and, and dig deeper and figure out what we spend every month. So when somebody comes into my office, generally speaking, I'm going to break down expenses into two categories, living expenses and liability payments. Living expenses are, you know, these are your utilities, your cell phone bill, groceries, gas, anything that you spend money on every single month. These are things that aren't going away. Now, they may change over time, but they're not going away. Liability payments are the debts that you, you have. Uh, these are things like your mortgage, a car payment, maybe uh, credit card debt. Again, these are monthly payments that eventually are going to go away once you pay it off. And so we separate these things out because this helps us address changing income needs over time. Because what you need right now is not going to be what you need in three years, five years, or ten years. So once we know these amounts, we can move on to step number two, which is assessing our sources of income. And so here, this is things like Social Security, any pension entitlement, a monthly pension that you might be entitled to, rental income, or any other source of income that you might have. And of course, when to claim Social Security is a big part of this, this step. Uh, do you delay it and get more benefit, or do you claim it earlier? We talked about this back in a recent episode. It was episode 74 of the podcast. And so I went into the pros and cons of claiming it earlier or later. And on that episode, I talked about how really there's a whole lot more that goes into this decision than just the math. So go back and check out that episode if you hadn't already done it. Again, it's episode 74. Um, so if there is a gap after these sort of guaranteed income sources or where, wherever, you know, the other things that you have, then 
you're ready to move on to step three, which is going to be determining a tax-efficient distribution strategy from the assets that you have. If you've got $6,000 a month expenses and you've got $2,000 a month coming in from various sources, then you've got a gap. Uh, You need at least $4,000 a month after taxes to fill that gap. And so this is where you're going to look at your total assets and determine if there's enough to fill this gap and not put yourself in, in danger of running out of money in the future. So if this withdrawal amount is too high, then you've got a couple of choices. You can cut your expenses or really you can work longer. And by, of course, by working longer, you can save more money for retirement or you can you know, pay off or pay down some more of your debts to decrease that monthly expense number in retirement. But you could also choose to go ahead and retire. And if you want to, some people will want to pick up a part-time job if they've got a small income gap. But I would tell you to be careful here because I certainly don't want you to retire and be stressed about paying your bills going forward. Retirement is supposed to be fun and relaxing. Hey there, sorry to interrupt the show, but I wanted to take just a quick second to tell you about our new e-newsletter called Uncommon Sense. Now I know the last thing you probably want is another email from a financial firm giving you the same old industry jargon that every brokerage firm out there gives you. I get it. Nobody wants that stuff because it's boring. But our newsletter is anything but boring. Information plus entertainment is infotainment. And that's the goal. And that's what Uncommon Sense is. So we want to inform you in a very entertaining way so you'll get stories of how financial planning works in the real world and not some corporate boardroom of a Wall Street firm. You'll also get access to a lot of other great resources, so just head on over to our website, www.myretirementclarity.com, and click on the Uncommon Sense logo. Just put in a good email address, and you'll be good to go. Now, back to the show. We've gone over the first three important steps, and at this point, we hadn't even told our boss that we were retiring yet. Uh, Why? And I think it's because up to this point, you didn't know that if you could retire or not. And so now that you've gone through these first three steps and you figured out that you can retire, we're ready to move on to step number four. And this is set the date and tell your boss, tell your employer. And and this is important to me because different companies have different requirements. But I think you want to give your company ample time to, of course, find your replacement. I, I would not suggest coming in on Monday and telling them that Friday is your last day. The more time you give them, the better chance you have of things going smoothly. A few years ago, I had somebody retire from the George Farm Bureau, and they only gave two weeks notice on their retirement date, and everything going forward was delayed a little bit. So remember, most companies, especially the little, you know, the little bit larger companies, have a process that they have to go through. And so for this person, things were delayed in their situation because they didn't allow enough time for the retirement package to get ordered, to complete the paperwork, then HR's got to review it, and then it had to be submitted and executed. So I I think this took about a month longer than normal for this person to begin um, receiving their benefits. And so, again, make sure that you know the timeline of your company and stay on schedule there. All right, so let's move on to step number five. And, And really, I think this could probably go into step three. When when you're assessing your assets, I think you really need to have a retirement emergency fund set up to allow for something to go wrong. So I would like you to have two or three months of of income set aside 
as cash at your bank, not in a CD, not in an investment account. I want this money sitting in cash. Fortunately for the person that I mentioned earlier that waited till the last minute to announce their retirement, they had about $25,000 in cash and that made their transition a little bit easier. And I know some of you out there may be saying, well, hey, when I retire, I'll just take money from my 401k. That sounds like a good idea, but I will tell you in some instances, you can be retired and your 401k company doesn't know that you're retired. And if this is the case, you may not be able to access those 401k funds. So just make sure that you've got access to cash so that you don't have to scramble around the first couple of months to pay your bills. So we want to get off on a, on a good foot into retirement. All right, so once you've retired, submitted the uh, retirement paperwork and you've set that date, all of the pieces are sort of in place and you're you're finally starting to count down the days. So we'll move on to step number six, which is don't second guess yourself. And so here's what happens. And, and I call this the emotional phases of retirement. When you're a few months out and, and nothing is official yet, meaning you hadn't submitted a retirement paperwork or retirement application, your mind starts to play tricks on you. You become excited about the possibility of retirement, but you aren't sure, and there's some doubt there. But at some point, you make the decision, and that sense of relief kicks in. Everybody's celebrating. We've got the date. You know, everything's fun. And you enjoy this for a few weeks, but then that doubt starts to creep back in again. All of a sudden, you start questioning your decision. You start reading things on the internet, and, and, and you start asking yourself, hey, am I, am I doing the right thing? Am I making a mistake? And then, once you're about two to three weeks out and there's no turning back, you start to relax again because you can finally see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm telling you this, folks, I've, I've seen this play out a hundred times. Um, Caitlin, that used to work with me told me, hey, you need to write a book called The Emotional Phases of Retirement because it happens to almost everybody. So again, once you make that decision, don't second guess it because your mind is going to play tricks on you. So just move forward and don't second guess that decision. So those that's it. That wraps up. There's six very important things that I think you should do leading up to retirement. I think I'll throw in a bonus one here as well, and, and this is one that I just thought about that I think is frequently overlooked because I overlooked it as well. You know, before you retire, you should really have some sort of idea of what you're going to do in retirement. Now, I'm not talking about a uh, an Alaskan cruise or some trip or, or a honeydew list that will take a few months to knock out. I'm, I'm talking about what are you going to do to fill your time each day when you're no longer working? And I can tell you from experience, the people that enjoy retirement the most are the ones who thought this through. And, and we'll dig into this in a little more detail in one of the next two episodes. Uh, we're going to talk about finding your purpose in retirement, and it's very important. Uh, so stay tuned for a future episode and we'll dig into that. So anyway, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, don't forget to go to iTunes and leave us a review. And that helps other folks like you find the show. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you next time. Lee Perkins here. And I want to thank you so much for tuning into the show today. If you like our podcast, we would be honored if you would share the show with others. 
And one great way to do that is by posting the show to your social media pages or by just telling others about it. Either way, we would really appreciate it. And of course, if you do enjoy the show, we would appreciate it if you would give us a five-star review. And this certainly helps other people like you find our show. And if you want to learn a little more about our firm and how we help people have the best retirement they can possibly have, go check us out at www.myretirementclarity.com. There are a lot of great resources that you can access directly on the website. And of course, if you want to have a conversation with me, you can visit www.talkwithlee.com. And this will take you directly to my calendar. And there you can schedule a 15-minute phone call so I can learn a little bit more about your situation. Of course, everybody is not a great fit for our firm, but if I think we can add value and put you in a better situation, I'll let you know and we can certainly talk about the next steps. So thanks again for tuning into the show and we'll catch you next time. Investment advisory services are offered by JL Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.